Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to The Secret of Everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining us tonight. My name is Shannon, and welcome to The Secret of Everything radio show with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Tonight, we will be discussing auras and chakras. Our chat room will be open, and we will be accepting phone calls at 646-564-9712. Also, we will have an... We will have Brianna here to do our reading. We're reading for you to call then. Or if you want to make it big, I would have to put on chat. You can also do it that way. And here is Dr. Kimberly. Do you see divorce in my future? You're listening to the secret of everything. Hold on a minute. Let me get rid of the music. Uh, show played it and I played it and we double played it so whatever we'll go with it <laughs> anyway good evening everyone thanks for listening to the secret of everything thanks for bearing with us we're still kind of rusty at this board I'm used to an actual radio board not a computerized one but we'll figure it out somehow um, we have a couple callers on the line if you could be patient and hold on while we get started that would be amazing and we are giving free aura readings mini aura readings so we'll get your name and where you're from, and we'll start working on that for you, and then we'll bring you back on the air and tell you what we discovered. So, um, Shannon, did you have anything else? Nope, I'm ready to go. All right. I did want to mention really quick, next week we have an amazing special guest who's kind of becoming a friend of mine. Her name is Janet Nestor. She's a licensed counselor and she has a master's degree and she does kind of what we do here she's written a couple books i don't remember the name of her new one i think it has something to do with radical self-care which is what we're going to be talking about next week but the book that um she sent me a bunch of and that will be have available on our website probably starting this week but you won't really know much about it until next week um called pathways to wholeness and it's really neat because she talks about meditation, but not just meditation. She talks about walking meditation, which is getting into nature and really um, using the energy that's there with nature and what is out in the woods and the natural areas to raise your vibration, which, you know, I'm all about that, Shannon. She talks Absolutely. about mindful breathing, which I need to learn because my kids are like, stop holding your breath because I get so into what I do that I hold my breath all the time. And you know that, too, if you know me, Shannon. And she also does a lot of work like we do with the bioenergetic healing and as well as spiritual development. So she's an amazing, she's what I would call one of those wise women that um, just to spend an hour with her will be a delight. She'll be open for questions. She'll be talking and we will be talking about how to take care of yourself on a new level. And I'm sure in a way that you are not doing right now and probably I'm not doing right now or Shannon's not doing right now. So um, if you want to go ahead and we'll talk a little bit about ours and chakras, and I'll go to our 203 area code caller and see what they have to say, and we'll get on with the show. Shannon? Okay. Did you want to start, or do you want to answer the phone call first? Um, we can probably take the phone call. Hold yeah, on a minute. Go. Okay. <laughs> area code 203, you're on the air with Dr. Kimberly and Shannon. How are you tonight? I'm not doing that. Hello? Hello? 
Do you have a question or comment? Hello? 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 You're on the air live. <laughs> do you have a question or a comment? Yes, um, I was wondering if you do a reading thing. Sure, I'd be happy to. What is your first name and where are you calling from? Woody from Connecticut. Okay, if you could hold on a couple minutes, we'll get to work okay. on that. And I will open back up your mic and we'll give you that reading. Okay. Thank you, okay. sir. Thank you. Go ahead, Shannon. Okay, well, basically I wanted to start out <clears throat> with you explaining what exactly is an aura. How would you describe an aura? <clears throat> wow, you start out with easy questions. <laughs> All right. Well, and we're going to go back to the very beginning of what we talked about, and I know this is old hat for a lot of you, and it's very basic and unfamiliar to others of you. But and the we are all transmitters of energy, kind of like a radio tower. 100% of the time, we are both put, emitting frequencies or putting off frequencies of our thoughts or frequencies, our emotions or frequencies, every virus in your body, every bacteria in your body, every disease, so to say, as the medical profession labels them, in your body, um, all puts off a frequency. So we are constantly emitting frequencies. We are energy beings. To the trained eye or people that have the gifts for seeing auras, um, they can see that energy being put off. And it comes off of in different layers. It comes off in colors. You actually throw geometric shapes, which is a whole other show in itself, to talk about those symbols and patterns. And um, those can be interpre interpreted on a pretty consistent basis as to what they mean, although there's a lot we still don't know about the auric field. So there's something called, um, cur I, I never say this right, Curlillian or Curlillian <laughs> photography, and it's actually a science where, I don't remember his first name, but he came up with a camera, and Shannon and I had this done a long time ago, that they can actually take a picture of you, and um, you can see, because it's scientific, all living things have an aura, plants have an aura, and it'll show the first couple layers, and I'll talk about the layers in a few minutes, or Shannon may get to that. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and get back to our caller because our our reader has a reading, so I'm going to talk to him really quick, and we'll get back to the rest of your question. Okay. Woody, are you there? Hello. Hello. Yes. I've got a little bit of information for you, which will kind of make more sense as the night goes on, but I'll explain it a little bit. Um, right now, and the aura will change day to day, not so much minute to minute, but definitely day to day, week to week, month to month, depending on what's going on. But um, your aura is mostly blue, which is very, very common. And what blue says to me is there's some depleted energy. It's a pretty standard blue. It's not a super muddy blue. So it's kind of like your average your base aura colors average. Then there's some muddy green in there. Again, the muddy green definitely suggests some depleted energy. Does that hold true to you at all? Are you at all overworked, exhausted, stressed, tired? Yeah. Is, does any of that apply to you? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's also, there's a phrase we like to use in this. We call it, and I know you're going to be familiar with this probably, Woody, we call it wired and tired, so it's almost like you're not calm, but you're not happy. So it's kind of like this stressed, 
anxious, can't really get that deep place of peace. Would that apply like to you wor- as well? Like worrying yeah, or sorry. oversensitive. Does that apply to you, Woody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, your throat chakra, which are we going to get to chakras? I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of information. <laughs> your throat chakra is almost completely blocked. It's very small. And I know we said our readings, but as we'll get to, when you do an R rating, you almost always get a little bit of a shocker rating in there with it. So you you hold too much in. There's a lot you have unsaid. Now, I'm I'm going to do, and you'll have to stop me, Shan, if I go too far into him. I'm going to do a little bit of a reading. This is an empathic reading or an intuitive reading for you at this moment. I'm getting that it might not be an emotional or a thought holding in. I almost get with you, you're holding you either have a power in you that you're not expressing or you have a creative force, a book that isn't written, a painting that's not painted, a song that you haven't. Like you have a talent, like a buried talent that um, you haven't used since childhood or that you haven't developed fully. Is that at all true about you? Yes, I write poetry and I write um, lyrics, I write songs, yes. But are you utilizing that to your fullest potential? I feel like that's a very powerful expression that you might be very talented at that and I don't feel that that is fully expressed or expressed as you know it should be for example maybe you have something you've done something local with it or small on the internet but sometimes we're meant for big things and usually I actually believe most of us are meant for big things usually when you're meant for big things you know it do you know that about yourself I feel like I just feel like that's partly why your throat chakra is blocked, because it's a lack of fully expressing your own personal power through your creative talents. Do you have any questions? Yeah, well, um, well, I'm working with somebody and um, and pursuing his career in music, and it's been like, awesome. I feel bad, or like, uh, like roadblock after roadblock. <laughs> so it's like kind of okay. like... What kind of music, guess, Woody? Uh, I write R&B, I write soul music, I write a uh, uh, variety of music. I write different with what I'm feeling, whatever message I'm getting, I just write it and put it on paper. So uh, I just go with the flow, whatever it's given to me. And when you say you're working with someone, you're working with an energy healer or you're working with someone with your music? You're working with a producer, um, you're working I'm, with I'm, a promoter? I'm working with an artist, an artist that sings. And is that a man or a woman? Um, a guy. A guy. All right. Well, it just so happens I might be able to help you out. So if you would send me, um, Shannon, will you jot down his number? Do you mind if I call you later? Nope. Because um, no I might be able to help you out there too. Okay. Okay. That would be great. So if you don't mind if we jot down your number, I'd like to ask permission. Nope, nope, I have no problem. Um, well, we, we can continue to do that over this. The, um, can he do that in chat? I mean, I no, don't really want to do that over write, the line. No, can you write down his number? Can you see his number, Shannon, oh, and write it down? Thing. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I, can get, I got it off the board. Do you already have it? Okay. Woody, we'll be in touch with you a little later. And if okay. you want um, a more comprehensive R reading, um, this month till the end of February, we're offering 50% off. Normally it's 100. This month it's 50. You can go to our website. Hopefully there will be a button up either today okay. or tomorrow. Okay. And that would be a much more comprehensive with all the chakras and all the auric layers. And we'd be able to tell you a lot more information. But thank you so much for calling in. Thank and, you. Um, Thanks, we'll be in touch. Oh, thank you.
Okay, now okay, go ahead, Shannon. Um, I guess <laughs> a couple things that that I find interesting about auras is that a lot of children see auras, but as they get older, they don't always see them. It's like they hide them or somebody isn't encouraging them, like, like you've talked about before, encouraging your daughters to do that. I think if sometimes if somebody's not encouraged, then they lose that ability. And not that they can't get it back, but they, they do lose it. I, and also, you know, something else that I think everybody has experienced an aura energy field. You know, when you're around somebody that some people, it makes you feel drained. They're like almost like sucking your energy. Um, also, sometimes you associate certain people with certain colors. So, I mean, it's mm-hmm. I think everybody has experienced an aura field, but they don't always know it or associate it with that. I would absolutely agree. As a matter of fact, when I was little, um, (laughs) my parents would ask me what my favorite color was. I don't think I've ever told you this. And you know what's funny? You know, like when you're little, you want to please your parents. So this is how I decided what my favorite color is. I don't think I've ever told anybody this. Not that anybody cares. but (laughs) And I would do it. I would look at my mom, my dad, my brother, or like my mom's friends or my little friends or their parents, and I would pick a color out of their aura. So, like, if they were mostly yellow, I would say my favorite color was yellow. Or if they had, like, a lot of orange. Isn't that weird? That's how I that said what my weird. favorite color was. Right. But as anyone that really knows me well today, can I see auras? Absolutely. Some of the time, very little of the time, I lost that ability because I grew up in a very conservative home. Um, as some of you know, my dad is a pastor. He's still a pastor. It's kind of like a president, once a president, always a president, once a pastor, always a pastor. But my gifts were not, um, although I believe my mom has many gifts that are similar to mine, they were not um, nourished and they were not affirmed. And you lose some of those abilities because mostly because you don't want to think or be called crazy. So I would say probably a high degree, especially with the vibration where the planet is right now, of children are born with some type of intuitive ability or psychic gift. But definitely um, it's very common for young children to see colors around people. Well, and also, like Santa was saying, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was, I was just going to say like you were saying you about. Like, we both keep starting at the same time. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just going to go, you know, you talked about, again, I want to, you guys are going to get sick of me. I am telling you, if you never listen to another show again, if you never listen to me or or one of the big teachers that get up on stage or, or a CD, you must, must understand that you are a brilliant, infinite, eternal being that is meant to be a high vibrating channel of energy. The higher you vibrate, the more you can learn how to raise your vibration, the better your life will be. But go ahead. Just wanted to get on my soapbox. Go ahead. Absolutely. And, well, and it's even like when you see colors around a certain person or you can sense it, children, they always say children's more intuitive, like if a person is good or bad, and it could also be attributed to because they see a certain color. If you see a bright color, you're going to be attracted to that and want to be around that person. If you see a color that you don't like, then you probably aren't going to be so much around that. Um, Also, Something that, you know, I just I guess I learned recently is, 
different colors can mean different things at different parts of the body. If you have brown, you know, uh, above your head, it's going to mean something totally different if it's at your feet, which I I don't think that that's something that commonly people know, which, you know, surprised me. So it, it can mean good and bad things, but it depends on where in your body that that color is actually showing. Right. And not a lot of people are probably, I mean, one of the reasons I want to talk about this is just, I believe, a divinely created energy system of the body. The aura is mainly what you are putting off or what you come, babies come into this world with an aura. We all do. Um, So it's mainly, an aura is mainly what you are putting off. Whereas the chakra system, which I don't have to really talk about chakras, but I'm going to insert it right here. The chakra system goes both ways. So it's an exchange of energy. You're filtering energy through or you're pumping energy through the chakras as well as receiving energy from other people, from other things, from the universe. So the chakra is more of a two-way system. Now, I'm not saying the auric field can't be a two-way system, but it tends to be kind of a protected bubble unless you're really sick or emotionally weak or dying. It tends to somewhat be a self-contained thing. Um, one of the worst things you can do to destroy your natural um, human energy field, believe it or not, and this is probably going to make me unpopular, is to smoke marijuana. And the reason is, out of all, it's funny because they call it a gateway drug, which is very interesting to me, because what it does is it punches holes in your auric field. What that does is make it very, very weak and susceptible to disease, to sickness, um, weakening your immune system, toxic people, toxic entities, which we'll get into at another time. So I always thought that was kind of fascinating. I mean, cocaine does not punch holes. I mean, cocaine is other things. I'm not recommending any drugs, but still, I just think it's interesting that this harmless little drug that everybody says is harmless actually to the energy field is one of the most toxic. Really? I mean, I, I, I know there's tons of things that, that weaken your aura, all the bad bad habits that some of us have, you know, alcohol, uh, candy, any negative habit you have, any lack of exercise, lack of a lot of things that, you know, everybody's supposed to do or things that they're not supposed to do. But I didn't realize that, that marijuana was the, the big one when it came to putting holes in your aura. I've never told you that before because it's one of my big... I always tell my kids, don't smoke marijuana, it's so bad for you, which sounds <laughs> kind of crazy because it's like, snort cocaine. And I should I could start like a really, really twisted uh, billboard campaign with that, something like, you know, do cocaine, not marijuana or something. That would be, you guys just have to know I'm really sarcastic. I am not serious. Do not write me on Facebook and Twitter. I am not being serious. Anyway. Next question. Okay. Also, I guess I just wanted to do, to touch on that ancient masters that or kings or queens or or anybody that's that people surround and follow they uh, I mean I've heard that their auras can actually stretch for several miles like you know pulling people into them do you believe that I would they call that absolutely almost like a halo around their aura Oh, definitely, because the higher you vibrate, you become more like the ancient mystics, meaning people want to be around light. Darkness doesn't want to be around light. It doesn't want to be exposed. But most of us are drawn, as you were talking about, Shannon, to happy, joyful people. As a matter of fact, my whole life, I'm a natural, crazy optimist. 
it's one of the best things about me and the worst things about me. But my whole life, I mean, people have said, what's wrong with you? What drug are you on? You're too happy. Are you drunk? I mean, I just had um, a guy I was talking to a couple weeks ago. He's like, what's wrong with you? Are you high? I'm like, no, I'm just happy. I mean, since when did it become like a crime to be happy? And it's kind of like that. We're naturally drawn or repelled, as the case may be, by people that like exude that, I guess, that zest for life and that, you know, you wonder, like, what do they have that I don't? Like, what makes them so bright? And we're naturally attracted to that. So definitely also what goes along with that kind of auric feel is a healing. They tend to be healers. So just by talking to them or listening to their voice, we tend to feel better. I was having a massage, a therapeutic massage, I don't know, maybe six months ago, by a woman who's actually a a beautiful person. She's a Buddhist, and she's very wise in her own right. And she finished my massage, and she said, Kim, she goes, I don't understand. Why do I feel better after I'm around you? And I think that's how we all want to be. We all want everyone to feel better just by talking to us, um, even if we're not deliberately trying to affect their lives. I mean, what a beautiful concept. And I think that's what the saints of old had. They had that light and that joy, but they also had that healing gift or ability, which would give them that kind right. of feel. And I would call what you're talking about an energy pull. You use the word pull. Um, it's a little more of an advanced thing that we can talk about in a later show or that I work with one-on-one with private clients. But you can learn how to pull or repel almost anything to you, and that, that's a whole other subject. I know you can also, if you feel uh, you're in a conversation with somebody and you're feeling intimidated or overwhelmed by them, they're probably pushing their aura or energy on you, you can actually block that energy and block yours from going somewhere else because sometimes when people are needy or or depressed or sometimes they actually suck your your aura and your energy without even knowing it, but you can actually stop that. You can, and on the lower levels of vibration, I would say if you're vibrating 500 or below, um, you need to do that. You need to learn how to shield yourself, and there's many ways to do that. You can imagine um, a mirror, you know, around you, like you're reflecting that back onto them. You can imagine, some people imagine different metals, like a steel barrier around them so that that energy can't get through. However, I find when you vibrate five, six, seven hundred, and then into the thousands, it's no longer necessary. You have a natural, kind of a living automatic, you don't allow people to affect your energy field anymore. You kind of stand alone. Right, and so that again, can, that raise can your to, vibration. That can go to places too, though, can it? I mean, if you go to a place that, that really isn't comfortable to you, that can can take away your aura too. So it's not just people, it's places and things and even even colors, even if you saw a color that you didn't really like or heard a sound you didn't really like, that can, that can absolutely change it too. It can, and because the aura is an energy system and absolutely everything, and we don't realize this, music and people and positive words or negative words and symbols and the way our home is constructed, which we should do a show on um, feng shui. I just thought of that. That'd be good. But we're just so energetic and we haven't been taught that we're energetic and we haven't been taught how to interact like you're saying, Shannon, with our environment. You know, you walk in a house and you feel this. Well, what does that mean? We haven't been taught that or what do I do about it? 
or we get those red flags when we meet a new friend or a new man or a new woman, and we're like, this person scares me or makes me nervous or uncomfortable, or, or children are like that with adults sometimes, bad adults or bad people. They have a natural, more working sense of reading, even on a subconscious level, those energy fields. So we just haven't been taught that, and that's what a lot of energy practitioners and intuitive coaches do is um, we teach you how to not only develop your own intuitive gifts, but to start to learn to interpret what you naturally are born into this world with. Absolutely. All right, let's go on to chakras. Would you explain? Oh, can I say a few things about auras first, Shannon? No. (laughs) No? Of course. (laughs) Wait, who has control on the mics? I guess we best do. <laughs> I just wanted to really, I was going to hold that over your head, but I can't, so never mind. I'll be nice. Um, I'm just going to run super, super quick, and we may go back to this more on the end of the show and take questions again. Please call in. Um, we'll give you a little mini and like, um, what do you got? What do you got? Three and one. He had a mini R reading. He got a mini intuitive reading, and he got a... Maybe a mini connection. So never know what you might get when you call into the Secret of Everything radio show. Um, I wanted to run through super quick. There are seven believed and known levels of the art field. Um, the first level is really close to your body, and um, it's called the etheric level. It has a lot to do with the physical. So when we're reading really close to your body, we're reading your physical body. The second level is the emotional. It's, it's our feelings about ourselves. One way to heal that is learning to have unconditional love for yourself, which we're going to be talking about next week with Janet, which is, again, that radical self-care, that radical self-love. The third level of the auric field is the mental level, the logical mind. Um, One of the ways to heal, and this is advanced stuff. You know, we were talking about magic last week, Shannon, you and I. This is kind of falls in the magic realm. Um, One of the ways of healing that is creating positive thought forms, whole other subject we won't get into tonight. Um, the fourth level of the arc field is the astral plane. So this is um, a record of all your past experiences, relationships, childhood. Some people believe in past lives. I believe in ancestral memories. Um, and you learn, you start to learn an unconditional love for others is one way to heal that field. Um, the fifth level is the template. And this is a whole big controversial bunny trail subject. And if you've ever gotten into Vedic astrology, which Shannon knows I'm a huge proponent of, um, this is kind of that weird balance for that. It's that free will versus kind of the God's plan for you thing. And that's been an age-old debate in Christianity forever. But um, the fifth level of the art field is actually your template. So um, as you find your sense of purpose in this life and as you realize your own truth, that layer of the field is healed if there's any... um, unhealed places in it, which there are in most of us. The sixth level is called the celestial level, and that kind of connects more to the angelic realm of things. And we heal that level by kind of plugging in and starting to listen to guides and having a relationship with them. And the seventh level is called the causal level, and that has to do with um, divine wisdom and healing. And it really relates to once you start vibrating in the thousands upon thousands, you kind of get into that. All right. Go ahead, Shannon. I just want you to explain uh, how you explain in your own words what what exactly is our chakra system. I did a little bit. 
chakra system is, it comes in and goes out. So it's constant um, connection of you with your universe, and I'll use universe in a micro way, and I'll use universe in a macro way. So with your universe, your universe with the people in your family, your universe with your house, and then the universe with everyone, every living thing in the world, and the universes and worlds, other planes of existence that we don't even know about. So it's a constant feed on a number of levels, um, seven, in and out. And depending how the information is feeding in and out, it's being filtered through kind of a set of commonly known beliefs. None of this stuff is known 100% for sure. I mean, we're all learning. We're all on the same planet. A lot of this knowledge has been passed down. A lot of it is still being discovered. So this is just what's kind of generally accepted and known up till now. Did I answer your question? Yes. What would you say, like, the difference between the aura and chakra is? Again, the aura is something that you're emitting, generally a closed system in a healthy person with boundaries. The chakra is, well, I'll use poor Woody. I'm going to use Woody as an example. You can close off kind of part of your chakra, I mean, but it is so open. It's not very open, but it is open. It's just not letting a lot of information come in and a lot of information go through, in and out. So um, very. I don't think I've ever seen anybody with a completely closed system, but another practitioner may have and may have a different view of that than I do. Um, ours and chakras, to me, it's interesting, it's fascinating, it's useful information, but the work I do, I don't really need that information. I just fix, we just fix you. <laughs> we don't care what chakras are open or closed. And, and that's ultimately what we all want. We want to come to a practitioner who is able to help us move to the next level, whether spiritually, emotionally, or mentally, or physically, if we have a problem. And sometimes we like to know, and I'll be happy to tell you, or Shannon would be happy to tell you, sometimes we just want it fixed. And I tend to, I guess most of the clients that come to me just are like, fix me, I don't care. <laughs> Right. Now, do you think, like, between the aura and the chakra, one can be changed more frequently than the other, or one is more difficult to change, or to, I know it's more like the chakras open up and the aura is like the energy frequency field around you, but do you believe one can change more frequently than the other? Well, remember how we talked about the seven and are you hearing the correlation in these numbers? Kind of interesting. The seven different layers of the aura and the seven different chakra systems. So kind of interesting. But um, so there's seven different layers. Some of them are easier to change. Some of them are difficult to change. It also depends what is wrong in the layer, how easy or hard it is to change. Generally, I find it easiest to open someone's chakra, which actually begins to at least let clear information in into that level of existence or body system because chakras mean a lot of different things. But um, so generally I find it easiest. I actually find it probably, well, that's not true because I can clear things out of the RX field too. But um, it, it's, it's about the same depending on what level of the RX field, I guess. Okay, I know I saw like the chakra needs to function um, at a correct frequency independently. So each is its separate entity. Is that the same with the Aura 7 fields, or do you think they work more closely together? 
what's so interesting is it's the difference between alternative and allopathic medicine is we believe everything works together and a, a slight off balance in one area is going to pull down the whole system or in the case of the chakra system, and I am not super off on this, there are other authors that have explained it a lot better than I, they tend to pair up and I don't even know the exact pairings, but um, one chakra system tends to correlate to the other chakra system. So in that case, the two that tend to be more compatible will pull each other down or up quicker. So if you work on the throat chakra, you know, I don't, and like I said, I don't know the pairs by memory, but they tend to pull up another one. Basically, it, it's common sense. Anything you do for you, whether it's eating right, whether it's energy work, whether it's a massage, whether it's positive thinking, whether it's raising your vibration, whether it's forgiving yourself, it's going to raise all systems. You know, it's going to affect all systems, even if it affects one system more strongly. I agree. Something else I found interesting was uh, we have the seven main chakras, primary main chakras, and then there's also a hundred smaller secondary chakras. And the smaller points are actually called the meridians, which we use on our machine when we test, and which is also used in acupuncture or acupressure attuned to the chi flow. So, I mean, I thought that was really interesting. I didn't I didn't know that for a long time, so it was really interesting to me to, to know that the there was secondary chakras that were are also the meridians. Right. Well, and again, it's just so neat. You know, we complain, we always complain because we feel so emotionally depressed or mentally whatever or physically challenged. But really there's so many entries into the body's entry, I mean into the body's different fields that you can raise your vibration or you can heal these systems. That is absolutely crazy. As a matter of fact, the way that I test is proprietary compared to the way other MSA practitioners test because once you learn these universal truths about how the body always works, you can eliminate a lot of the hard work. If you basically, if you access one system, you can access them all if you know what you're doing. So um, definitely it is interesting, but it makes complete sense because we're, you know, we have all these separate parts, but we're connected. And it's the same way with our energy body. Also, I mean, I know they're separate, but they're so closely related because I think even like when working on somebody's aura, you could also it would also be working on somebody's chakra because there's crystal healing and then there's color therapy. You know, there's so many things that that would actually help both of them. But one thing that that keeps coming back, and you even said it tonight, is everything goes back to your vibration. Yep, if all your chakras are open, your vibration's going to be up. If your auras are, you know, good colors and you're happy and everything, your vibration's up. Which is oh, really interesting. Definitely. To me that everything comes back. Definitely. Well, the vibration can raise these things or open these things up or make them brighter or more balanced. At the same point, you increase your vibration by working on the other way. You can work inside out, outside in. However, and this is from hard life experience. The quickest way to mental, emotional, physical relationship and money is your a relationship, your relationship with money, your relationship with 
God or whoever your spiritual connection is, your relationship to the universe, the quickest way is by raising your vibration. Um, we have a caller. I'm going to go ahead and take area code 484. You're on. How can we help you? Hi, yes. Um, this is the first time I found your show, and I was reading about your show here on the computer. And I was just calling in to ask some questions and to find out more about, um, you know, what's going on with myself and, you know, in my personal life and in my body. Um, I just had surgery to remove a growth that was growing on the top of my head, closer to the forehead. And so I had major surgery on that, and it actually went to be sent out to be checked for cancer. So I was wondering how this is all affecting my body since I had surgery to my crown chakra. So it was on the top of, was it on the top of your head Um, or on your forehead? No, it was not on the forehead. It was up from okay. the forehead. Go up go up about maybe five, six inches and right there. All right. What is your what first is your name? name? What's your first name? Oh. My first name is Tonetta. And where are you calling from? Uh Philadelphia PA. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Um I'm gonna have our, our reader give us a little information, but I'm going to talk to you a little bit about just what initially. Um, so you do not know right at this point whether they said it's malignant or not, or that it's cancerous. No, they did not that, say. They they said it was very inflamed, which I feel it was abscessed because I've been very physically ill after they removed this mass, and it had a hard shell, and I did okay. not see it. And all I know is it took a lot of stitches. I'm still stitched up. I go in tomorrow to get the stitches removed, and I okay. guess they'll let me know if it's bad news or not. How did you How? discover that? Um, I had it for a while. I actually had it for several years, and I ignored it. And my ex-boyfriend, who I was broke up with for six years, but I always had a close connection to him. Like, I would dream about him, uh, and my dreams would come true. Like, if I dreamt that he was in the Army, and I woke up the next day, and let's say I would call the Army, they would say, yeah, he's been here. Or let's say I dreamt that he was in a hospital with a head wound, and I called up the hospital, yeah, he had trauma to the head. So all my dreams have come true about this man. Well, funny, we reconnected, and we were, we've were we been talking now for approximately three months, seeing each other physically again. And he was the one that spotted it. And he was like, Tonetta, you really got to get that checked out. You should really go to your doctor because that could be cancer. And because he told me that, that's why I took care of this. And did they say they do they think they got it all? I mean, are they thinking this is an isolated I have no idea. The surgeon did not say much. She's a female, she's very confident, she's very in and out and oh, they all are. <laughs> right. And she's okay, let me, out the door. let me tell you what our um our uh, reader 
uh, what our, our reader um, told us. First of all, um, you have too many negative emotions. I don't know. I'm getting, wow, you're a very intelligent person, um, yeah. but you have a lot did you have a lot of negativity? I'm getting neg- I'm hearing negativity childhood. I don't know what that means. Yeah. I don't know if that yes. means anything to you. My mother and father, even to this day, are 100% negative. My dad is a severe alcoholic, mm-hmm. and my mother stayed in that very abusive, traumatic relationship, and she's still in that relationship 40 years now. So, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he's very negative even to this day. Like, you call him up and... He'll be calling you, you know, you're fat, you're, the, you know what I mean? It's all negative. Right. Do you, you're, you're super intelligent though. Do you do, do you work? Do you have yes. some? I uh, am a licensed cosmetologist, which I'm no longer doing, and I own my okay. own house cleaning business, residential and commercial, for 19 years. You're not going to hear, maybe you should hang up because you're not going to want to hear what I have to say. <laughs> all right, darling, are you ready? Because I tell the truth whether you want to hear it or not, you have to seriously decide what's important to you. Right. I think, this is what I think. I think you have undiscovered gifts and abilities. Number one, I keep hearing intelligent. One of the ways I get information is I'm clear audience. I hear things. I yeah. keep getting told she is intelligent. She is intelligent. What that tells me is you don't think you're intelligent, number one. Number two, I think you've been successful in what you've done. However, being a cosmetologist is an extremely toxic profession. House cleaning is an extremely toxic profession. Right. You need, I have a feeling I know how this is going to come back, but I do not get bad information, and I would never get bad information over the phone. Um, if you want to contact me on my website, um, Shannon will give you the information, and we can connect with you later. But I would highly recommend you sit in some meditation time or quiet time and decide, how old are you, can I ask? 37. Yeah, you're a baby. Yeah, and so I you are meant, listen, been, listen, Yes. you are meant to live a long life. Yes. Whether you do is 100% your choice, and that is true for us all. I'm not just saying this to you. Shannon, I'm going to ask Shannon a question because I think it will give you hope. Shannon, do I fear the word cancer? Never. Okay, so what I'm saying is I'm a naturopathic physician. I have helped many people. So if that word is given to you, the worst thing you can do is buy into that fear. That fear alone, not the cancer, that emotion and vibration of fear has caused more dust in this world, in the history of this world, than you could ever imagine. Right, and I agree, and I'm not afraid. I mean, if she tells me that tomorrow I'm ready to take the next step in what I need All to right. do to, to do what i got to do. Well, you to are it. lovely. And, and, I, and here's my problem because I'm going so deep in you, I'm getting all kinds of information. But you are, and which correlated with the ORR reader God too, but you need to stay away from toxicity. And I fear for you because house cleaning is toxic. Yes. Uh, do you drink or do you smoke? No. Good, because you cannot do that. I was going to tell you immediately, and and that would be so hard to stop smoking. So I'm glad you don't have that battle to overcome. No. Um, I feel like... Do you wear gloves? Yes. Always. Yes. Okay. 
Do you have a weak immune system? Do you have weak genes? Is there a weakness in the family? I mean, not the alcoholism cancer I'm talking. Very, cancer runs very yes, badly I just in got my that. mom's and dad's family. Yes, a lot I just my, got that. A lot of my relatives are dead. My niece just died. She was 10 years old. She battled cancer, and she's dead. You are breaking my heart. All right. Do you know how we were talking, and you need to listen to the show? I'm going to actually send you a gift. If um, if I can put you on hold, I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to I'm going to call you back, and I'm going to get your address. I'm going to send you a gift. Um, okay. The the lady that's going to be on this is just from me to you, but the lady that's going to be on Janet Nestor is going to be. I think you heard us mention it. Maybe if you've been listening, I don't know how much you were listening, but radical self care. Those three words should become your mantra for the rest of your life, because of your genes, you have right. a inherent weakness, and we all do in some area or another, that can be overcome. But you have got to take care of yourself, girl, and you haven't been. So what I'm telling you is no matter what comes back, this is beatable because I can see if you make the right choices, you're going to live forever. Yes. Especially compared to members of your family. So I just, I mean, I would not, I speak the truth. I would not say anything if I felt that this was, Horrible. Now, how it has affected you, I also believe you actually might have some kind of um, channeling ability, and that yes, has been I, put on hold. You also, <laughs> yeah, I do I because, of this, because of this. Because it is man. <laughs> because of this man, or he's just brought it out to where you are actually. I don't know. It's, it's all it's all about this man. I mean, I can go outside and take my dog for a walk, and if I sniff a certain smell that hits me in the face. I guarantee you he'll be at my house within an hour. Okay. You have got to pull away from him because he is draining you, and that is not – I don't mean pull away necessarily physically. I mean you have to be the priority for you. And I'm going to take a note. We have another caller I want to get to because our show's wrapping up. But um, I wrote down your number and – Right, because I do want to talk to you more about this man also because I had another dream, and I don't know if that's going to come to fruition. Oh, okay, about this man. You had another dream. Okay. Yes. Well, um, like I said, I'm going to get your address because I want to send you this book, so I want you to start taking care of yourself, and we'll repeat our information, and if you want to talk further. But thank you, my love, and you have a bright future ahead of you. You just need to start loving you. You need to get rid of that subconscious programming that's, so in your energy field, like it's so, when I go into you, oh, my dear, you are so heavy with that past programming. You need to get rid of that. You're right. going to go. Right. Well, You've got also, some gifts. She, can, she can also email us at, go to serenitynaturalwellness.com. You can email us from there. Um, okay. Or she can go to Secret to Everything. No, don't give that because that wasn't working. Go to naturallywell2003 okay. at yahoo.com okay. if you want to get in touch with me. But I'll give you a call to get your address because I definitely, or Shannon will, because I definitely want to make sure you get a copy of Janet's book because that's a good starting place for you. Okay. But, but we love you. We support you. We're here for you. Okay. Wonderful. And we'll be in touch. I'll, I'll, we'll call you um, close to the end of the show. Okay. Great. Thanks, love. All right. Bye-bye. All right, wow. Oh, our, oh no, she just dropped. Okay, I'm going to go to area code 773. Hi, how can we help you? Hi. Hello? What a pleasure, Hi. To, what a pleasure to speak to you. 
Oh, um, what I, a pleasure to speak to you. Who are I would you speaking li- to? I, I'd like to know what you think about when a person goes to several doctors, what do you do if you can't get a correct diagnosis and they all say they can't find out what's wrong with you? They know there's something wrong, but they can tell you what's not wrong, but they don't know what's wrong. Wait, they can tell you what's not wrong? Yes, they they okay. eliminate things by several tests and they go, no, it isn't this, no, it isn't that. We know something's wrong, but we don't know what it is. Okay, what is your first name and where are you calling from? Mary from Chicago. Uh, I grew up in Chicago. I've got a soft spot for Chicago. Love Chicago. First of all, and, and this is just practical advice, um, I don't know if you heard how much of the show you listen to, with my clients, I really don't care what's wrong. I just want to fix it. So the different, and that's a very different mentality um, because, and there is something to you need to know what's wrong to fix it, but not always. Sometimes you just need to fix it. And um, so this is a very common thing we're hearing in this day and age where people go from practitioner to practitioner, both the regular medical doctors and even alternative energy um, healers and alternative medicine providers, and they're being told this and they're being told that, and and they just don't get well. May I ask your age? 66. Can I say something really quick, Kim? Go ahead, yeah. I just wanted to interject because, like you said, people go from physician to physician and even energy healer to energy healer, and I just think that that's where you're absolutely different because you can go to a cardiologist and you can go to an oncologist and you can go to to anybody different and they might not give you an answer. But that's an energy healing too. You can go through a crystal healer or you can go to, you know, any different healer, but that's where you're so much different because you use a combination of absolutely everything. And I think that's where you're different. Well, and let me say something. You, I was just thinking, like, you were talking about that, but it it can't be just somebody that focuses on one area. It has to be somebody that that takes the whole body and looks at the whole picture than just one area of your body. Oh, I've been doing it, but nobody can seem to connect the dots with all the symptoms that I have. Well, okay, let me tell you a couple things. First of all, um, you have a marvel. You have the kind of energy as right now I'm plugging into you. I'm not going to drain you, but wow, you have the most. Oh my gosh, almost makes me cry. Shannon, she's the most amazing. Almost like you have like this very angelic sweet. calmness very sweet. to I you. Said very sweet. Like, no, I'm kidding. That's so weird because that's what our reader got too. You are such. I almost think you're a healer. Oddly enough. I am. You have the ability to bring peace to, like, oh, wow. Like, you walk in the room and it centers. You have the ability with your energy field to ground energy. And I am, like, and the reason I'm feeling it so badly is I am one that needs super grounded energy sometimes. But, wow, what an amazing person you are. I'm so sorry you're suffering in whatever way you're suffering. I'm not sure even if it may be giving you physical symptoms, I'm not getting that it's rooted in the physical body. So right there tells me why you might be finding it's not this, it's not this, it's not this. 
just because we have physical symptoms, it starts way out in the energy field. And by the time it hits our physical body, we could have every auric layer disturbed. We could have our vibration disturbed. We could have every chakra, you know, in our body messed up. So it's definitely, I believe, with you, something that started in your energetic. Um, oh, okay. You're also a very cool person. I don't know if that means anything to you. It does. So one thing you could do right now, and I don't know if anyone's told you this, become a warm person. So what I mean by that is, I don't know, is your stomach sensitive? It is. I've got something with your stomach, yes. So this could be a problem, but I'm still going to say it because we may be able to find a creative solution to it. But you need to, and here I'm hearing things for you, bring the heat. So bring the heat. Um, Anything that's going to warm you up whether it's warming your soul, whether it's warming your spirit. I feel like even though you're this sweet, angelic, peaceful healer, you're lacking fire. You're lacking that, well, you can hear it in me. <laughs> I've got plenty for both of us. But so on every level. So when you eat a food, what I would be asking my body, is this cold or warm? I want you to eat, and I don't know if you can eat spicy foods because I keep hearing stomach, so I know there's an issue there. But, um, and I'm not sure we may need to talk about that, that you need to warm your body systems. You need to warm your physical body, warm your emotions. Is there anything that inspires you right now, or have you lost some of your zest or passion for life in this situation? No, I don't think so. Okay. You just have that more centered. It's just very frustrating. It's just very frustrating not to find out the answers of what's wrong when you feel like. There is something malfunctioning. Well, you have a blockage. I'm not quite sure where because, I mean, I can't really do a a total thing on the air. Um, You're fairly healthy other than this blockage issue is what I'm getting. And have you ever used essential oils? Yes, uh uh-huh. What oils have you used? Oh, I use several different ones and also sprays and... Have you, you, do you, have you used the more warming ones? I would say, you know, the the clove, the cinnamon. And I'm not talking about, like, I'm talking about, um, you know, oh, right. mix it with olive oil or carrier oil and rub them on your feet. This would be really good for you. No, I haven't tried it. It's not going to go through your stomach. This is something you could do, and I don't know what you have. And I could test through some things for you and make some recommendations. Well, I can do it right now. Hold on. Cinnamon, I said. Oh, clove. Um, definitely cinnamon and clove or mixture of cinnamon and clove, mm-hmm. um, even colors. But I would do cinnamon and clove, and I would do a high quality, so a therapeutic grade. Um, mix it in a carrier. I'll tell you how many drops. Hold on. I would say 20 to 25 drops in mm, maybe six ounces of a carrier oil. Rub that on your feet every night. Put on a pair of warm, cozy socks every night. You're going to see difference. You're going to see difference mentally, emotionally, physically with that. Another thing that you can do to warm yourself up that won't hurt what else is going on, you need red, color red. So I don't know if you can bring something, clothing in or a bedspread or a pillow you can throw on your couch, but you need red to to warm you up. Oh, that's very interesting because I kind of steer away from that color. Sometimes... Hmm. It's almost that anti thing, like it's a it's a weird thing. 
<laughs> it's like when you have an allergy, like if you have an allergy to peanut butter, what we find when we work with people, they want to eat peanut butter. It's sometimes like that with what you need. Sometimes your body wants to stay in that disease state or that unbalanced state. It's more comfortable. So I would try those things. And I don't completely, I haven't got completely clearly. I know there's a blockage of some kind. And I think you're completely, totally. There's something you're holding on to, too. Um, I don't know what that means or if that means anything to you. There's something you're holding on to that's creating kind of a domino effect in this situation. And I don't know what that means. I don't think it's a physical thing. So that's that's what I can give you right now without talking to you further. Okay. Well, I'd like to make an appointment with you. How how does a person go about doing that? How about one of us call you back and we'll talk about it, if oh. if I have your permission to write down your phone number. Oh, certainly. That'd be great. All right, love. We'll talk to you in a little bit. Thank you so much for calling. Thank you very much. Talk to you much. soon. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, Shannon, you want to wrap us up and um, talk about, we talked about Dan and I think enough. Could you talk about the website? Um, If you would like to email me, it's naturallywell2003 at yahoo.com. Our website is www.serenitynaturalwellness.com. Am I missing something? Of course, we're on the air every Wednesday night. Serene Wellness at Facebook and Twitter. Right, and we're on the air every night from 7 to 8. There are a number of people in the chat room being very quiet, but um, thank you so much. And I just really appreciate everyone listening. I hope you have a blessed week, and Shannon's going to take us out. All right, everybody. I just want to say thanks again for stopping by and listening to our show. We will be back next Wednesday at 7 o'clock. Well, Kimberly will be here with um, Janet. I might not be here, but I'm going I'm to be on vacation. I'm going to try to call in and, and say hi. Um, and just follow us on Twitter, Serene Wellness, Facebook and Twitter, and serenitynaturalwellness.com. You can email us any questions through through there. We can get in touch with you that way. Um, just call it or get in touch with us through the website. And like I said, there will be a February special till the 29th because we get an extra day. It will be 50% off our readings, and you get a picture actually with that, which we color in. Um, and we go into much, much, much deeper detail um, about that. So there will be more information on the website about that. Thank you so much for listening. Have an amazing week. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening on our Secrets to Everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Listen every Wednesday night, Eastern Standard Time, from 7 to 8 p.m. on Block Talk Radio.